Hey, in today's lesson, I'm going to help you finally think and then speak English. When you're trying to be a fluent English speaker, the first thing you have to master is organizing your thoughts and you're going to learn all about it today. Are you ready? Well then I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in. The very first thing I want us to look at is this situation right here. Someone has asked you a question. Do you like to travel? Now, as you were looking at that video, if you're looking at the video lesson, you probably started thinking about a vacation. Maybe you had in the past or maybe a vacation you want to go on in the future. But how do you answer this question? Simply you use the five W's method. Here we go. The very first thing you need to organize is who, who are we talking about me? What love to explore new cultures when during summer vacations, where to exotic destinations? Why? Because it broadens my horizons and enriches my life. Now I'm going to pause for a second. Right now we're doing the first step. We're thinking in English. The question is, do you like to travel? Well, if we organize our ideas based on who, what, when, where, and why the five W's, we will actually be able to speak English fluently and you can do the same each and every time someone asks you a question. So we have the information who, what, when, where, and why, but how can we turn this into a fluent English response? Here's what it will sound like. I love to explore new cultures during summer vacations. Usually I travel to exotic destinations. The experience of immersing myself in unfamiliar customs, traditions, and languages broadens my horizons and enriches my life in countless ways. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, well, yes, Tiffany, that's an amazing response. But if you look closely, you'll realize within this response, that's right. I only used the information from the five W's who, what, when, where, and why that we organized in the first step thinking in English. Once again, who, well, we're talking about me, right? I love what, and we're just using the pieces of information from the first step love to explore new cultures during summer vacations to exotic destinations because it broadens my horizons. Now we see that the response is a fluent English response, but you'll also notice within the response that there's some new words. I want to explain the new words. The very first one is exotic. Good after me again, exotic. Excellent. Now this just means unusual or intriguing, often associated with foreign or unfamiliar places, cultures, or things. So this is a brand new word for you. Again, I use it like this. Usually I travel to exotic, unfamiliar destinations. You got it. 
Excellent. Now, in the second one, well, the third sentence, I said immersing. So what does the word immerse mean? Immerse oneself in something. This is the expression using the word. So to immerse oneself in something, it just means to fully involve oneself in or become deeply absorbed in a particular activity, experience, or environment. For example, as your English teacher, I encourage you, even if you don't live in an English speaking country to immerse yourself in English, watch YouTube videos, watch movies, listen to podcasts, immerse yourself, fully involve yourself. Makes sense, right? So again, in the sentence, the experience of immersing myself in unfamiliar customs, traditions, and languages, dot, dot, dot. This brings us to the next expression, broaden one's horizons. Listen, I hope you're taking notes because these are expressions and words that native English speakers use on a regular basis. So yes, I'm helping you think and speak English, but I'm also helping you start to sound like a native English speaker. Here we go. Broaden one's horizons. It means to expand one's knowledge, understanding, or experiences beyond what is familiar or conventional. What is the norm? Often by exploring new perspectives or cultures. For example, prior to going to South Korea, I had only lived in America. I was very familiar with American culture, but when I moved to South Korea, I had to learn about a new culture. I had to understand new customs. My horizons were broadened. I started to understand people even more. Makes sense, right? All right. Now this is the next expression. Enrich one's life. Enrich one's life. This just means to enhance or improve the quality, depth, or meaningfulness of one's life, often through experiences, relationships, or personal growth. I always say that living in South Korea for such a long time enriched my life. I grew in so many ways, my perspectives, my actions, different habits. It really enriched my life. Make sense? Excellent. All right. So we see again from this first example, thinking in English and then speaking English, thinking by using the five W's who, what, when, where, and why. Okay. Tiffany. Yes. We were able to answer the question. Do you like to travel using the five W's, but is it really possible to use the five W's in every situation? Yes. Look at this question right here. Here's the question. Do you and your friends like to travel different situation? We're talking about travel, but now do you and your friends like to travel? How can we use the five W's who, what, when, where, and why to think in English and organize our thoughts? Here we go. Who my friends and I, what enjoy going on road trips when on long weekends, where to scenic landscapes and national parks. Why? Because it allows us to disconnect from our daily routines and experience the beauty of nature. You see, when you use the five W's, 
who, what, when, where, and why to organize your thoughts, all of a sudden the stress leaves. Why? You're not thinking about, oh, how do I speak fluently? How do I sound like a native speaker? No, you're focused on organizing your thoughts. You're smart. You're intelligent. Yes, I'm talking to you. You're already intelligent. I'm just giving you the tools you need to organize your thoughts and present them in English. So five W's for this question. We have who, what, when, where, and why to answer the question. Do you and your friends like to travel? What will this look like? Let's put it all together. My friends and I enjoy going on road trips. We often travel to scenic landscapes and national parks during long weekends. You already recognize the five W's, don't you? These adventures allow us to disconnect from our daily routines and experience the beauty of nature. My friend, I want you once again to think about the five W's we organized in step one. All of the information from step one is in our response. And that's what makes it a fluent English response. Five W's. Each of the W's are answered in this response. All of the five W's are answered. Each one is seen in this response. But now let's take a step back and learn some of the words. We have some new words in this response that I want to make sure you understand. The first one is scenic. Good again after me. Scenic. Excellent. Now this just means beautiful or picturesque, typically referring to natural landscapes, views, or settings that are visually appealing or aesthetically pleasing. I want you once again, if you're watching the video, to look at the video in the background, this video of this amazing national park. It's very scenic. This is how we use the word scenic, a picturesque, beautiful, natural landscape. Next, I want you to understand this word disconnect, disconnect. Now this means to break free, disengage from something often referring to detaching oneself from technology. We have our cell phones, we have our iPads, we have our computers disconnecting, not using them for a period of time. Daily routines can also be disconnected from right or distractions in order to relax, to feel rejuvenated or focus on other activities. In English, we say disconnect. For example, whew, I've been so busy. I just need to disconnect. If someone says that it means they want to relax and take a break from life, from technology, from work, whatever might be going on in English, we say disconnect makes sense, right? Excellent. All right. So we see that we are able to use the five W's no matter what the question is. Now I want to remind you again, don't forget to download the app English with Tiffany so that you can practice what you're learning. That's the most important thing. Practice after you learn. All right. So download the app totally for free. The link is in the description. Now I want us to look at this question, this question right here. Does he like to travel? Notice different questions, right? We're focusing now on someone else. Hey, does he like to travel? So now you're going to have to formulate your ideas based on someone else's experience, but 
we're still going to use the five W's method. Who, what, when, where, and why. So who, he, what seeks adventure and thrills when during school breaks, where to adrenaline pumping destinations like bungee jumping spots and extreme sports centers. Why? Because it gives him an adrenaline rush and makes him feel alive. Again, we're just organizing our thoughts, who, what, when, where, and why. Now we can speak English because our thoughts are already organized. Let's turn this actually into a fluent English response. Here's the response. He seeks adventure and thrills during school breaks. So he usually travels to adrenaline pumping destinations like bungee jumping spots and extreme sports centers. The rush of adrenaline he experiences from pushing his limits and engaging in exhilarating activities makes him feel truly alive. This is an amazing response. It sounds like a native English speaker. Why? Because we followed the first step, organizing our thoughts, who, what, when, where, and why. Now you'll also notice that within this response, there were quite a few new words and new expressions. So let's start with the first one. The first one I want to explain to you is thrill. Good again, thrill. Excellent. Now this just refers to a strong feeling right here. If you're looking at it of excitement, adrenaline or exhilaration often derived from intense or risky activities or experiences, jumping out of a plane, riding a roller coaster thrill. The fact that your eyes get big or you feel this rush of adrenaline in your body thrill. Next we have adrenaline pumping, adrenaline pumping. Now this just means something that causes a surge of adrenaline, that feeling that comes up inside of you, typically associated with thrilling or high intensity activities that generate excitement and a heightened state of arousal, adrenaline pumping, man, Jumping out of a plane is an adrenaline pumping experience. The adrenaline just seems to pump. You know, when your heart beats fast, adrenaline pumping. Next we have push one's limits, push one's limits. Now this refers to going beyond one's comfort zone or usual capabilities, challenging oneself to reach new levels of physical, mental, or emotional performance or endurance. You, my friend right now are pushing your limits. You might've felt before this video, man, it's so hard to think in English. It's so hard to speak English fluently, but now as you're understanding using simple methods, can actually help you speak English fluently. You have this desire to push your limits, to go beyond what you thought you could do. Push one's limits. And finally we have exhilarating. Yes. A longer word again, exhilarating. Excellent. It just means producing intense feelings of excitement, exhilaration, <laughs> the same word or joy 
often associated with thrilling or stimulating experiences that make one feel alive and energized. It's exhilarating and adrenaline pumping experience. Make sense? Excellent. All right. So again, you're seeing how just thinking in English using the five W's who, what, when, where, and why caused you caused us to produce this fluent English response. So my friend, I want you to remember as you're going on your English journey, don't forget to use the five W's who, what, when, where, and why. And I'll talk to you in the next lesson. You still there? <laughs> you know what time it is. It's story time. Hey, I said it's story time. Let's do it again, y'all. Story time. Hey, hey, hey. I said story time. <laughs> I felt like singing it twice today. Here we go. So I want to tell you something that happened with my friend's son. Again, this is when I was in South Korea. And my friend has two children. She has a six-month-old baby, and she has a two-year-old boy. They're both boys. So the oldest one is two years old. And so every morning, you know, we'd all wake up. We'd talk a little bit. My friend and I would talk a little bit. The boys would kind of play on the floor, and then we'd eat breakfast. So in this morning, we ate breakfast, and my friend and I decided just to keep talking. So the baby was just kind of in the baby chair, you know, relaxing, and the two-year-old was kind of just playing in the living room area. And then all of a sudden, the two-year-old ran to my room. Now, I was okay with him being in my room. I didn't even think anything of it. So my friend and I kept talking. But there's this thing, this thing that we all know. When a child gets quiet, something's going on. So my friend and I were talking and two minutes went by, three minutes went by, five minutes went by, and I noticed that he was very quiet. So I said to my friend, one second, let me go check and see what he's doing. So I walked to the room that I was staying in at their apartment. And when I got to the door, I saw the little man sitting at the desk in my room. And his back was towards me, but he just seemed so happy. So I called his name and he turned around and his whole face was covered in lotion and his hands were covered in lotion. And he had the biggest smile on his face like, ta-da. Then I looked behind him. My entire computer was covered in lotion. My bag was covered in lotion. And my first thought was, let's make sure he didn't eat the lotion. So I called my friend. I was like, hey, 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 come, come. And I was calling her because of him. I was laughing because of the situation. So she thought I was worried about my computer. I was like, no, my computer, I'll fit, I'll, it's fine. I'll wipe that off. Make sure he didn't eat the lotion. So she takes him to the bathroom to make sure he's still smiling. In La La Land, just excited. She picks him up, takes him to the bathroom. I look at my desk. And I just laughed. I was like, children are amazing. They find joy in the simplest things. So I, when I wiped my computer off, wiped my bag off, everything was fine. But throughout the rest of my trip, I would periodically just start laughing, thinking about this little boy turning around and looking at me, hands covered in lotion, face covered in lotion, like, hi, auntie. So it's a reminder that sometimes we need to stop 
and just enjoy the simple things in life. I don't want you to wrap yourself in lotion, but children find joy in so many simple things. And as adults, sometimes we forget to find joy in the little things. So today I hope just like that little man, you find joy in the simple things in life today. All right. I'll talk to you in the next lesson.